One cannot return to Krishna consciousness unless he is favored by the instructions of a saintly person. Therefore, Srila Narottam Das Thakur sings, Sadhu Shastra Guru Vakya Chitete Karaya Aikya. If you want to become a saintly person or if you want to return to our original Krishna consciousness, we must associate with Sadhu, a saintly person, Shastra, authoritative Vedic literature, and Guru, a bona fide spiritual master. This is the process.
became took a very humble position he wanted to hear the transcendental knowledge so before he even be, began to speak the transcendental knowledge narodmuni wanted to show him the defective in this vedic sacrifices of animal in the animal sacrifices he showed that look all these animals which you have killed in the in the sacrificial arena they are like you know uh, they are all going to come and take revenge on you because in the process of animal sacrifice even though it is recommended in the vedic scriptures uh, it is meant for people who are in the lower modes of nature like passion and ignorance it's not uh, a transcendental religious principle like you know krishna says in gita again second chapter traigunya vishaya vedamishtre gunyo bhavarjana nirdvando nitya satvasto niryoga kshema atmavam he says to arjuna the transcend these three modes and huh? come to transcendental platform don't be stuck in this three modes of material nature so like that so he wanted to wake up the law uh, the king he said that because he was so much involved in this uh, fruitive activities he wanted to bring him in him vairagya vairagya so how to bring that vairagya narmuni has got so many uh, uh, he uses different different strategies to teach people about this so he used the strategy of creating a fear you know fear as a tool in him he showed look all these animals which you have sacrificed they have all like you, you have inflicted so much pain on them and they are all going to come back and inflict pain upon you they were going to take revenge on you and they are going to pierce your body with the iron horns so he created this uh, this he used the strategy of fear as a tool to uh preach to king prachane barishat and beginning he wanted to bring in him vairagya even be, even before giving this transcendental knowledge he wanted to bring vairagya in him by showing this animals so what happens is in the process of vedic sacrifices when they uh perform the when they offer an animal as a sacrifice what happens is by the vedic mantras but it is it is about the seeing the expertise of the chanting of the vedic mantras if that it is properly done then this animal is promoted to a human form of life directly after this when it is sacrificed it gets immediately elevated to the human form of life but if there is any discrepancy in the performance of any of this what will happen the animal will not get a human form and on the contrary it will remain like actually what happens is in in the evolutionary cycle every living being has got a certain amount of period that the living entity is going to live in that particular body and through the sacrifices if we check the progress like of course in the sacrifice if it is properly done vedic mantras are chanted and the animal is promoted to human form that's well and good but if that doesn't happen the problem is if there is any discrepancy then the animal doesn't get promoted to a human form and it remains in that same animal form and then it is equal to a murder if a person commits a murder then he is completely implicated in that karma like that so similarly if the animal uh, then it will come back and take revenge so whoever performs this then uh, this activity of sin he will be re- responsible for the killing and he will be implicated in the karma and he will be suffering for that so that is the whole process of this vedic sacrifice of animal sacrifice like that so after telling this he uh, uh, telling this then he wanted to wake up the uh, pra- uh, bring into knowledge the transcendental knowledge to prachina barishad by telling a story of puranjana the allegorical story the old history why is it called old history uh, this puranjana story allegorical story of puranjana is very is a old history why because the living entities we are transmigrating into different bodies from time immemorial huh? in different bodies we are transmigrating without being getting free from the cycle of repeated birth and death in that sense it is a old history and then he begins to tell like this puranjana who is this puranjana a living entity puran means a city 
and jana means a living entity sitting living in the city of nine gates what are those nine gates to eyes to ears to nostrils and then genitals rectum and then anus so these are the nine gates a living entity is situated in that nine gates and enjoys this material world so that is what is called the city of nine gates then he tells about the he has got a friend who is called abhignata who is constant companion through the different species of life in every in any form of life a soul enters this abhignata the unknown friend is accompanying even though the abhignata is there as a super soul a living entity does not realize that he is friend living like in the kathopanishad that is also said that on a tree there are two birds sitting one bird is a he is so much engrossed in eating the fruit of the tree the other bird is witnessing this bird who is engrossed in eating and always this witnessing bird is thinking when will this bird who is eating will look at him so that all his anxiety will finish so like that constantly the super soul is accompanying the individual soul in any form we any body we take but still the soul doesn't know avignata the unknown friend he doesn't know that he has got such a close friend who he can look into but is completely unknown so like that then the city uh, then this uh, king is going to different different places looking for a perfect place to live but after going through so many places he couldn't find any place of his choice of his liking then he went on looking 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 and finally he came to a southern part of place called near the himalayas and there there is a place called in bharatvarsha he got that place and which has a nine gates like just now i told then that place is so opulent very very beautiful with so many facilities for enjoyment and it's called the capital of bhogavati where a person can enjoy completely to the full extent of his senses so like that this uh, the rest of the chapter is concentrated on how the king meets the queen and he is very much attracted to her and there are different gates and so many things that chapter continues like that and this chapter which is entitled king puranjana goes to the forest to hunt so king puranjana now going to the forest to hunt with his armor his bows and arrows everything and while going he took his with him the his mind and senses but he forgot his intelligence he left not forgot he left his intelligence and went which represents material intelligence who is the queen he never left the queen even for a moment but this time being more proud and like you know being very much pride he wanted to completely enjoy his since that he left the queen and went so because of that he lost all he, he started to do so many abominable activities like in the beginning the narayanmuni had told that uh, doing all the sacrifices you are not going to get any material uh, happiness uh, you are not going to get rid of material miseries and enjoy material happiness so that is why so in this then again he is beginning to tell here that uh, all these vedic sacrifices in which the animal is sacrificed because people are very much addicted to eating meat and all this uh, uh, things but because even though people are interested in eating meat and uh, they cannot give up that but at least in the name of religion like in the vedas it is recommended that animal sacrifice even though they are going to eat the flesh but after offering in the sacrificial arena then they eat at least it is vedic Huh? at least they are following the vedic system otherwise whimsical killing is we become responsible for our own activities of killing and we become implicated in karma and wander in this repeated cycle of birth and death so that is what is the main focus so uh, king puranjana having forgotten his intelligence uh, left his intelligence and gone he started to uh, involve himself in many abominable activities of killing so many innocent animals for his own pleasure like you know in the hunting so it was almost in 
responsible for King Purandana to give up the company of his queen even for a moment. Nonetheless, on that day, being very much inspired by the desire to hunt, he took up his bow and arrow with great pride and went to the forest. Sometimes what happens is when somebody is very much interested in uh, 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 leaving the intelligence and going for hunting, and in Parpa Prabhupada says women hunting, so they are so much involved in very much in sense gratification that time their uh, consciousness can go in two ways, right way and wrong way. When one is very much addicted to the sense enjoyment, that time they sense gratification, they forget to follow the religious principles even. They do very abominable activities. So that way the uh, consciousness is going in the wrong way. They involve themselves in going in the wrong way. So it was almost impossible for King Puranjana to give up the company that we read. At that time, King Puranjana was very much influenced by the demoniac propensities. He was very much in, uh, influenced by demoniac propensities because of this, his heart, because he could not discriminate, because he had left the intelligence, even though it was material intelligence, it is better than no intelligence. Material intelligence is better than no intelligence. But uh, this mode of ignorance is very much acute infection, huh? infection stage. Whereas the mode of passion is symptomatic. It's more like symptomatic in infection, but this one is uh, acute infection. So he, at that time, King Puranjana was very much influenced by demoniac propensities. Because of this, his heart became very hard and merciless. And with sharp arrows, he killed many innocent animals in the forest, taking no consideration. So he became so stone-hearted and he started to involve in very merciless demoniac propensities. Krishna says in Gita very nicely that what are the demoniac in the 16th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Krishna very nicely explains uh, what are the Vabhuta Sarga Lokes there are uh, in this world there are two created beings. What is that? Who are they? The divine and the demoniac. Huh? I shall I have explained to you at length what the divine qualities are in the first three verses of the 16th chapter. And now he begins to tell what the demoniac qualities are. There are like you know he begins to tell that Dambo Darpo Vimanascha. What is that? Pride, arrogance, conceit, anger, harshness, and ignorance. These are all the demonia qualities. Huh? Then he begins to tell what then those who are demoniac do not know what is to be done and what is not to be done. So, what is the difference between divine and demoniac natures? The divine people, although the divine and demoniac, they both are originally coming from Prajapati Sumi. But one of them, they follow, what is the difference between divine and demoniac? Can somebody tell? What is the difference between divine and demoniac? Follow the scriptural rules. Yeah, the divine people, they follow the scriptures. Huh? And not only by the scriptures, by the authorities, by the uh, uh, great, like uh, we have this Swal Mahajansa. What is that? Um, by the authorities, by the scriptures, sadhu, shastra, guru, everything, they follow the proper Vedic injunctions and they, they are called divine. And who are demoniac? Those who do not follow the scriptural injunctions and act whimsically. They act as though the senses dictate them, they follow that way. Huh? So, whimsical action is very risky. It is vikarma. Vikarma. There is karma, akarma and vikarma. What is karma? Karma is following the Vedic injunctions. 
similarly we the living entities we we are controlled by the supreme personality of god in the form of the vedas huh? so that what can be done what cannot be done just now i told you pravrutincha nivrutincha janana vidhi what can be done what cannot be done so all these regulations are given in the shastras regulations what can be done what cannot be done so we have to follow those injunctions of the vedas so just like this bull is controlled by the ropes through the nostrils by the driver of the bull the uh, driver of the bullock cart similarly we are controlled like this this particular thing where it comes is in ajamela past times when this uh, yamadutas they are going to the yamaraj and asking that we thought you are the authority in giving the punishment and all that but it looks like there is somebody more uh, uh, above you more higher authority than you it seems to us very confusing like you know who is that like you know i did thought you are the ultimate judge in giving the punishment it seems that there is somebody higher than you that time emara says that no 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 like i am only doing the service for the lord it above me there is supreme personality of god and all the uh, dharma is coming from him dharmam tu saksha bhagavat pranitam navayidur na vishayo maapi deva then he said how to understand that dharma by this twal mahajans ha swayambhu narada shambhu kumara kapilo manus prahlada janako bhishma balirvaya so dharmam tu saksha the religious principles are initiated by the supreme lord himself we cannot create any religious principles why is that we have four defects huh? we have four defects yeah because we have four defects we cannot uh, initiate the religious principles then it can be whimsical like you know we cannot we have no that authority so the lord himself initiates the supreme the dharma then how to learn that dharma from this dharmahajans and what is the supreme dharma you got etavan eva lokesmi pumsha like dharma parasmrita Uh, so chanting the holy name of krishna is the highest religious principle huh? that we learn from this mahajans also so like that here it is how the bulls are controlled by the ropes through their nostrils we the limitations are controlled by this brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra all this caste system how they are controlled the vedas regulate animal killing killing to stop the extravagance of foolish men influenced by the modes of passion and ignorance so similarly in the vedic in the scriptures it is also said vivaha yagna because a person the, the mind is very chanchala you know it very unfixed when chanchalam hi mana krishna arjuna says because of that a person vivaha yagna a sanyasi he should not like you know, even though he himself doesn't have any contact with the woman or anything but still he performs the vivaha yagna for his disciple because a person because marriage vivaha yagna what happens is it is a sacrifice wherein if a person like you know like when they are teenage and when they grow up there is a natural attraction between man and woman like that there is some so that is why the mind can be very not peaceful to make that uh, uh, mind which is not peaceful in the in the by marriage vivaha yagna they can be brought that peace of mind because in the marriage when he is again married to a lady then his mind is fixed and he can further in spiritual life like that so that is why everything is then in the in the vedic system everything is very very nicely given like you know just now we read now how the in the animal people are addicted to eating meat but in the name of uh, religion like you know at least in the vedas there the big actually there is actually animal sacrifice is actually abominable and it is not actually permitted why it is permitted because these people otherwise they will do incursion <laughs> that is at least you know to step up uh, like even in bhagavad gita also krishna actually tells two paths direct path and indirect path so actually krishna is even though he is giving direct path and indirect path he actually stresses in everywhere that direct path is the best but because everybody is not ready to take up direct path he gives the indirect path 
because people they still having that enjoyment mode and they cannot give up everything they cannot renounce everything uh, that is why at least for such people krishna gives different yoga say karma yoga gnana yoga dhyana yoga but ultimately at least purification is happening by this huh? that is the ultimate uh, uh, thing so that is why uh, so here is telling the vedas regulate animal killing to stop the extravagance of selishman influenced by the modes of passion and ignorance Narmani continued to speak to King Prachina Barisha. My dear King, any person who works according to the directions of the Vedic scriptures does not become involved in fruitive activities. It is said, "Yagna khat karmano niyatra loko yam karma bandhana tadatam karma konte ya mukta sangha samachara." Work done as a sacrifice for Vishnu has to be performed. Otherwise, work causes bondage in this material world. <coughs> Therefore, a son of Kunti perform your prescribed duty for his satisfaction, and in that way, you will always remain free from bondage. Huh? So, everything that we do should be done as a sacrifice. Even in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, "Sahayegna prajasvishka purovacha prajapati anena prashayikish anena prashayishyadvam eshamosvishtakamadu." In the beginning of creation, the Lord of all creatures. Sent forth generations of men and demigods along with sacrifices for Vishnu, and blessed them by saying, "Be thou happy by performance of these yagnas." Because by performance of these yagnas, you will, everything desirable will be achieved, and at the end, one will achieve liberation. Hmm? In the beginning of creation, what did the Lord of uh, Lord do? He brought generations of men and demigods along with sacrifices for Vishnu, and blessed them. by saying by this performance of this yagna all the material desire the material happiness can be achieved and at the end you will get liberation so all this is purificatory processes huh? one cannot like you know abrupt uh, like everything is a purification that is why people they are not ready to today bhakti path directly bhakti is the ultimate end like bahunam janmanam ante ज्ञानवान मां प्रपद्यते वासुदेवः सर्वमिति समहात्मा सुदुर्लभः लाइक वन एग्जांपल आई टेल इन द रियांटो टावर्स इज देयर देयर इज 55 फ्लोर्स देयर टू गो टू रियांटो टावर्स देयर आर टू वेज दैट वी कैन रीच 55th फ्लोर व्हाट आर दोस टू वेज वन इज बाय स्टेप्स एंड वन इज बाय लिफ्ट राइट लिफ्ट वेरी क्विक यू रीच बट स्टेप बाय स्टेप It, you will eventually reach, but it will take a long time. Very arduous, uh, very uh, troublesome, very uh, time-consuming, and too much. So that is the way. Like going by step by step is like indirect path, and direct path is bhakti yoga. Ah, huh? very easy and sublime. Krishna says, "Teshamam samudhar tamrti samsar saagarat bhavamenachi rakatha mayave shitachit sam." So those who take the bhakti path, Krishna says, Maya will like murtya uh, samsara sab. I come and pick them up from the ocean of repeated birth and death. So bhakti is very sublime, but because people are not very keen, you are uh, cannot take that directly. So they have to go to direct indirect path. Other person who acts whimsically falls down. So after that, otherwise a person who acts whimsically. Falls down due to false prestige. If they don't follow any Vedic Vedic uh, formulas, otherwise a person who acts whimsically falls down to false prestige. Thus, he becomes involved in the laws of nature, which are composed of the three qualities: mode of goodness, passion, and ignorance. In this way, a living entity becomes devoid of real intelligence and becomes perpetually lost in the cycle of birth and death. That he goes up and down from a micro. In the stool to a high position in Brahmaloka, God transmigrating in different forms. So who will have to go through this? Those who do not follow the Vedas and act whimsical, whimsically, such people, the result will be they'll be going either in, uh, get the highest position of Brahma or a stool, uh, uh, microbe in the stool. When King Purandara was hunting in the same, many animals within the forest lost their lives in great pain, being pierced by the sharp arrowheads. Upon seeing these devastating, ghastly activities performed by the king, all the people who were merciful by nature became very unhappy. Such merciful persons could not tolerate seeing all this killing. 
this I remember reminds me of uh, Mrigari's story, how Mrigari was so cruel. In this way, King Puranjana killed many, many animals including rabbits, boars, buffaloes, bison, black deer, porcupines and other game uh, animals. After killing and killing, the king became very tired. After this, the king very much fatigued, hungry and thirsty returned to his royal palace. After returning, he took a bath and had appropriate dinner. dinner. He took rest and thus became free from all restlessness. So what is said here is, when a person involves in so much of sinful activities, then he becomes fatigued and he wants to rest. What is that compared here is, a people who work, who don't engage their hard-earned money in the devotional service, then they have to, that is, that activity is called sinful. So how that sin can be, this by retirement at the end of their life, like after they finish their work, they retire from the work. So similarly it is compared here, one should retire after performing this sinful activity. So the king here, he became fatigued after killing so many animals, he became very much fatigued and he wanted to retire from that. Then in the next verse, today's verse, after this King Puranjana decorated, decorated his body with suitable ornaments. He also smeared scented sandalwood pulp over his body and put on flower garments. So when a man comes to the real consciousness, after he, come, he came home, his consciousness was clear because he came back after, then he came to his conscience, you know, good conscience. That's what he said in the previous purport. Uh, he came to the good conscience, he, he came to good conscience and accepted the saintly person as spiritual master. So, Oma Jnana Timiramdasya Jnanaanjana Salataya Chakshurunmilita Mena Tasmai Sri Guruvena Maha. He accepted the spiritual master and when we accept a spiritual master, what do we do? We hear from spiritual master. He, he hears many Vedic instructions in the form of philosophy stories, narrations and about great devotees and transaction with God and his devotees. So this hearing process is so powerful that from whom one should hear? From a sadhu. Who is a sadhu? It is said in again in Lord Kapila teaching, Prasangam Madhar Ampasham Atmanam Tavayo Vidu Sayeva Sadhu Shukrito Mokshadvaram Apavrutam Everybody is attached, we are all attached to something. We cannot be not attached to anything. But that same attachment, when we apply to the sadhus, it opens the door of liberation. Hmm? So, attachment to the material is the biggest bondage. Huh? Attachment, as a, a learned person knows very well being attached to material is the biggest uh, bondage. Huh? Whereas the same attachment, when applied to the self-realized souls, the pure devotees of the Lord, it opens the door of liberation. Hmm? So that attachment cannot be killed. Attachment will be there. But who to get attached, what to get attached, that is the most important thing. When we attach ourselves to the sadhus, it opens the doors of liberation. And what should be the... Uh, who, what should be the caliber of such a pure devotee, the sadhu? Titikshava Karunika Sahridam Sarvadehina Ajata Shatrava Shanta Sadhava Sadhubhushana Titikshava, he should be very tolerant. Titikshava Karunika, very merciful. Sahridam Sarvadehina, friendly to all living entities. Then Ajata Shatrava Shanta, he has no enemies. Sadhava Sadhu, the symptoms of the sadhu are that he is tolerant, merciful, friendly to all living entities, and he has no enemies. We should, one should surrender to such a sadhu and hear from him. Satam prasangam mamavirya samvido bhavanti zitkarna rasayana katha chajjoshanadashu apavadgavatmani shraddharatir bhaktiranukramishyati One should hear from satam prasangam, pure devotees of the Lord. And when we hear from the pure devotees, what we should hear from the pure devotees of the Lord? About the pastimes and activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Bhavanti Hrutkarna, such nectarian messages of the glories of the Lord when it enters in the ears 
of a conditioned soul what happens he is completely satisfied his heart he is completely satisfied huh? he is very pleasing and satisfying and it completely satisfy the ears and the heart also then what happens he gradually advances in devotional service so it is said that when the such sound vibrations enters into the ear because hearing is so powerful because all of us became devotees by hearing only that is why the very first anga of bhakti shravanam shravanam is so important from the womb to tomb huh? from the womb to tomb prahlad maharaj even though khayadu slept dozed off huh? but prahlad was still hearing and she forgot all the instructions being women and less intelligent she completely forgot everything so what happened in prahlad maharaj's past time in the last part of the sixth chapter when prahlad instructs the school his demoniac schoolmates in that section of bhagavatam there is a question asked what is that prahlad how are we to understand that you are always in the palace you are born in a demoniac family you are in a palace confined in a palace how did you attain this transcendental knowledge how did you get this bhakti the schoolmate demoniac schoolmates asked prahlad maharaj you are born in a demoniac ashuric family and you are always confined in the four walls of a palace how did you attain this bhakti then prahlad maharaj began to tell while when my father vinnakeshu went to perform severe austerities in mandarachala mountain at that time the demigods headed by indra they came and attacked the palace of vinnakeshu and when they started to break and dismantle and everything that time what happened they started to arrest khayadu come like you know they started to arrest her then uh, at that very moment narad muni appeared on the scene he said what are you people doing come on leave her she is completely sinless and she is faultless come on leave her they said no 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 we cannot leave her because in the womb of this woman there is a seed of this great demon you know? till that baby is born we cannot we have to keep her under our custody till then we cannot release her then narmuni said you are all very much mistaken do you think in the womb of this lady there is a demon definitely not there is a pure devotee of the lord you cannot kill him so when the kindra headed by demigods heard the words of this narada muni they released her so this is the difference between divine and demoniac just now we discussed who is divine divine and demoniac the same demoniac person if he fit were the demoniac person if he is told to release her they wouldn't release her but because they were demigods they were divine nature when they heard the sadhu telling that uh, there is a devotee in the womb of this lady they put faith in his words and not only they released khayadu they circumambulated her why was that because there is pure devotee in the womb of this lady and at that time what happened narmuni he took khayadu and gave all protection from all the four directions that nobody she she will not be in any more danger and she took her he took her to her ashram and started to speak and she performed menial services because he was a sadhu she was he was performing menial she was performing menial services and he in turn instructed her the transcendental knowledge giving shrimad bhagavatam and while he was reciting the shrimad bhagavatam she being tired she was hearing and she dozed off but the baby in the womb of this lady was hearing very very attentively and when narmadi thought she is sleeping and he gave a pause the baby in the womb said come on continue come on continue i'm hearing like you know so that is why hearing is so powerful from the womb to tomb the the first sense that ears uh, that uh, develops in the uh, child in the womb of the mother is hearing the sense first sense that develops is hearing and the last sense that leaves when we die is also hearing hearing is so powerful sometimes somebody is in coma some like uh, we, we we ourselves saw like you know uh, one uh, mataji she had cancer breast cancer and she was going to live any moment 
she was in the hospital and the doctor said any minute like that and maharaj was coming vedavya sri maharaj was coming and all the devotees uh, they uh, uh, went to the airport and uh, picked up maharaj and they told maharaj maharaj well, mataji is very serious like in any minute she may leave can you just come, go and just see and do your mercy like that then maharaj said yes yes then uh, they said that uh, you can uh, after we go and you uh, freshen up then we can go maharaj said no 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 straight from the airport we have to go and see her because we don't know when she will you know maharaj straight went to the airport they went to the hospital and uh, everybody they were saying maharaj was reading bhagavat in the hospital and everybody were uh, hearing and uh, at the very end uh, maharaj they asked maharaj maharaj she is completely unconscious she is not hearing at all you are telling all this how she is can hear then mara said that no 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 the soul is hearing you know even though she is like not the soul is hearing still the hearing is going on that is a hearing from the womb to tomb you know very very powerful hearing you know? so even an unconscious person how he can be revived by the mantra similarly by the sound vibration of the mantras and this is scripture scriptures that is why he he hears many vedic instructions in the form of philosophy stories narrations about great devotees and transaction between god and his in this way man becomes refreshed like what is that refresh the king came and he refreshed himself with the smeared sandalwood pulp and flower garlands and the ornaments like that hearing about this transcendental activities of the lord from the pure devotees and uh, then we become refreshed hmm? in this way man becomes refreshed mind exactly like a person smears scented sandal all over these decorations may be compared to knowledge of religion and self through such knowledge one becomes detached from materialistic way of life and engages himself in always hearing he gets the higher taste huh? krishna says in gita that vishayavini vartante niraharasya dehina rasavarjanga sopyasya param drishtva nivartate by hearing this knowledge he comes he leaves the lower taste and enjoys the higher taste through such knowledge one becomes detached from materialistic way and engages himself in hearing shrimad bhagavatam and bhagavad gita as sabhavanta one is absorbed in the knowledge gathered by the instructions of the uh, so this bhagavatam and bhagavad gita in the age of kali these are like the torch bearers because in the age of kali hare krishna mahamantra is the recommended mantra for uh, like maha mantra the great chant of deliverance huh? the mind is the it delivers the mind huh? mantra man means mind tra which delivers the mind and also very very important is shrimad bhagavatam and bhagavad gita we should take shelter of krishna swadhamo pakate dharma gnanadi saha ಕಲಿ puranarthu dunodita krishna like bhagavatam has arisen into the horizon to dissipate the darkness of the age of kali that is why it is very very important to dense that uh, bhagavatam has arisen into the dense darkness to just like the sun arises krishna surya sama maya haya andhakar yahan krishna taha nahi maya radhika the light and darkness cannot coexist wherever there is light there cannot be darkness wherever there is darkness there cannot be light so here when this person he became refreshed by hearing this krishna katha he became enlightened krishna surya sama krishna is like sun bright brilliant sun not just the sun it's like a brilliant brilliant sun huh? like that when he is there there's no place for ignorance to exist there so like that the modes of passion tadaraja samobhava kamalobha dayasti ಚೇತಯೇತರಾಧಿಸ್ಟ್ಲಿ 
हाउ कैन दैट हैपन जस्ट बाय हियरिंग श्रीनवतां सकता है कृष्णा पुण्य श्रवण कीर्तना ಪಿಶಾ ಸರ್ವಸಿದ್ಧಿ ಹೋಯ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಯರಿಂಗ್ 
and remembering those instructions and acting upon that our life is success thank you all very very much for your kind attention Let's stop here if any questions are there i can answer Briefly, karma, karma, and vikarma. You want me to explain what is karma, 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 vikarma? Yeah, there are three things because Krishna says this in the Gita, fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Kim karma, kim karma. No one knows what the standard action is. So we all act because Krishna says in third chapter, the nature of the soul is to be active. Nahi kastichan ha pi jato kastichan karma kastikarite hai va shaya karma sarvatra kritijer gunai. Everyone is forced to act helplessly. according to the qualities is required from the three modes of material nature therefore no one can refrain from doing something not even for a moment the nature of the soul is to be active we have to act so there are only two activities that we can do either we, because the nature of the soul is to be active we have to act we cannot not act but what type of activities will liberate us what activities will bind us there is only two choices and not 100 choices there are only two choices one choice is to surrender to krishna and follow his akarma like you know the instructions that he tells in the bhagavad gita bhagavata and all and the other one is surrender to maya there are not so many choices so either because the nature of the soul is to be active he has to act he cannot not act if he acts for krishna atmendriya priti ichha tare bali kama krishnendriya priti ichha tare prema nama if he uh, satisfy krishna's senses it is called prema If we satisfy our own senses, it is called karma, huh? lust. So that is why uh, that what is karma means. Karma is we act, we follow the Vedic injunctions, but the impetus for following the Vedic injunctions is to satisfy our own desires. I have hundred desires, but to follow those, uh, to fulfill those desires, I at least follow some authority, like you know the Vedas. and i don't act principally in the vedas in the second canto third chapter from verses 2 to 7 there's a big list of uh, uh, recommendations if you want good health you have to worship this demigod if you want uh, this education you have to worship this demigod if you want wealth you have to worship this demigod for all this there's a big recommendation what is that that's karma and akarma what is vikarma yeah so that is so we have recommendation so what happens is they follow this vedic formulas to fulfill their own desires then what happens when they perform this yagnas and all they they uh, do this yagnas for getting like i want a good wife i want my child to get 99.9 in bce so this is the reason they do this sacrifices but then what happens when they meet the brahmana they tell oh why you are asking this petty petty desires you have you have to desire to go to swarga you know heavenly planets that's very very opulent you know you can fulfill all your desires then they do oh, what should we do then you have to do more sacrifices the more higher sacrifices so that you can go so people they do those sacrifices then they go to heaven so when they die because they have done higher so much pious activities though they go to heaven when they die but when they go to heaven they will have to further their pious activities but they don't do that what happens because they accumulated 90% they when they die they go to heaven when and when they go to heaven they don't further they don't do this part they don't they don't continue those religious activities they start to enjoy because wine and women is very proficient in profuse uh, in quantity in uh, heavenly planets and there is uh, like you know the duration of life is very higher six months of earth is one day in heaven so they want to enjoy the profuse and the sense enjoyment then they deplete all their pious activities 90 will become 80 70 60 50 40 30 20 10 0 they then come then very very little like 5 or 2 is that they come to they come to the earth how do they come in the form of rain we know the rain comes right rain in the form of rain and that rain falls on the paddy field rice wheat or whatever then that that rice we eat, the man will eat and it will transform into semen and in the, at the time of intercourse he injects a living entity in the womb of the mother in the womb of the woman and that's how the living entity again 
takes birth from the heaven and again he does pious activities and again he goes to heaven and then come down like a fairy's wheel following the vedic injunctions to fulfill our own material desires we have still there some selfish motive there but at least it is good because you are at least following some authority your actions are not whimsical whereas vikarma is very very risky and whimsical just now we read how uh, puranjana the living entity he knows so many he doesn't follow any like demoniac i told you right no following any shastra sadhu authority no rules regulation the doing very whimsical action their life is very risky they can become animals in the next like krishna says in gita 16 chapter to people who are very demoniac i perpetually cast them into hellish worlds for so many millions of lives like that so that is vikarma and then akarma is any activity we do we connect it to krishna because like i told you the nature of the soul is to be active we cannot not act we have to act but whatever we act yagnatha karmano nyatra lokoyam karma bandhana we become karma bandhana every action is a reaction human life is very responsible life for animals no reaction no animals in the evolutionary cycle they get upgraded only animals if they eat, if, a, if an animal eats tiger there is no reaction but for a human very heavy reaction huh? we are we are uh, we have we are answerable to all our uh, the whatever sins we do we uh, for our actions we are going to get punishment for that so that is why akarma is every action we do we connect it to krishna anyway we have to act i have to eat i offer to the lord because even the vegetarians get karma not only the meat eaters get karma even vegetarians also get karma why because even uh, the trees and plants they have some life But that also, how we can get rid of that karma? Krishna says again, third chapter, thirteen verse: "Yagna sista sinasanto mutchante sarvakil bishay bhunjate tetva gampapa e pachan tyatmakara nath." The devotees of the Lord are released from all kinds of sins because they eat food which is first offered for sacrifice. Others who prepare food for personal sense enjoyment verily eat only sin. Hmm? Even vegetarians, there is also sin. But compared to the uh, the heavy sin, it is little lighter. because the, the consciousness in plants is very very less because the it's very inert you know not so much developed consciousness but still there is karma so that is why in human life we are we are very very human life is a very responsible life we cannot be irresponsible like we just now read in this uh, we said that what is that the human body is a suitable boat to cross the ocean this ocean is uh, compared to like uh, this uh, mighty ocean in that the living entity gets a human form of body he is a very favorable situation is like a boat and all these instructions of the, way, the sadhus and vedic scriptures are like the favorable situations like you know they need to take the, the, for the, so the human body to take to the right uh, destination like that we have to take shelter of all these instructions of the sadhus then you know we can uh, smoothly we can reach the destination like that so human life is very responsible it is uh, because every action has a reaction uh, that is what it is like thank you very much everyone hari krishna hope i made these three things clear to you very clear